In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Man. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 268 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always... I'm Joe from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yes you are. Hey buddy, how you doing? Gomez, we have a lot to talk about today. Oh, do we? Oh shit. Yes, but before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and following us everywhere on social media at Car Jomez and engaging with us in conversation because Gomez, there was a lot of conversation after last week's episode. That's right. Welcome to the new Car Jomez Horror Podcast where no, we no, talk no, no, horror twenty four seven with our horror loving friend Joe. Hey How? everybody. <laughs> How, how did we allow this to happen? <laughs> oh, baby, man. People love Basket Case. You see, I told you it was a popular movie. You see this? <laughs> Apparently, it is a famous movie. What do I know? But we have never had so much like instant feedback from any episode that we've ever done in the past five years as we did on this one. <laughs> That who knew basket case would bring out the folks? Damn! I is that what it is, or do people just want to hear me react to horrible horror movies? They love it. They love you, Joe. Because <laughs> let me tell you, after hearing what Joe had to say about basket case, the movie suggestions that were coming in, you're trying to kill my boy here. Oh my goodness, folks! What are you trying to do to him? I've never heard of, like, any of these movies either. <laughs> a lot of them you shouldn't because Basket Case is a masterpiece compared to some of the things these people were suggested. Just keep that in your head, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just going to go through them quick. I, I hope I get everything in here. I mean, I'm not going to get everything, but <laughs> this is just ad- absolutely control. Uh, first off, Eddie Bowman, a uh, good listener, he commented to us, it could have been worse. Gomez could have picked It's Alive. Gomez, yes. do, you, do you know yes. what It's Alive is? Yeah, so like an evil baby, mutant baby thingy. Okay. Uh, yeah, not good. Uh, <laughs> I do not want to ever see that. No, I wouldn't do that too. That's too far. I show you that I know for a fact you're going to hate it. Not that I thought you are going to love Basket Case or nothing, but just... It's a lie, forget about it. You'd be like, why would you even do this? you probably shut it off. I don't even know if you would watch it all. Uh, another one that was sent to us by CS81 or at Fart Barfunkel 1. Yeah, If baby. you hated Basket Case, then this movie is definitely your jam. And he posted the poster for a movie called The Suckling. That's a good one. <laughs> now, 
another movie I've never heard of, but the form on the poster looks to be some kind of cross between a xenomorph and Mars Attacks alien. <laughs> you know, that's a very good description, Joe. I like that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just me trying to you know put two and two together here. <laughs> Then we have another one. Uh, Chris at Ludicrous Speed. Mm. Did someone make you watch Martyrs yet? Yeah, baby. Ooh, that's one of my all-time favorite movies right there. Mm-mm-mm. Would and, I show you that? I would, but I don't know. It's ve- it's a rough movie. It's rough. Uh, then we had other people commenting about that one. Uh, Ricky Raiden at Let's Level Up said Martyrs is brutal. Yeah, that's a good word for it. <laughs> Keith at Media Goon says, careful, we do not want to give shoes a heart attack. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so basically, all of you, each and every one of you shoonies out there, you hate me. And in return, I now hate you. Uh-oh. <laughs> and this is why I've had to cancel... Spooky season from now on, going forward. Oh, my goodness. So, I think next year, I'm going to reach out to all the the fans of the the podcast, and I'm going to take some suggestions next year, I think. We're going to have some fun with spooky snake season. You know, if we actually did that, these fucking lowlifes out there are going (laughs) to (laughs) be... The worst fucking movies just to fucking spite me. I know they will. You're finished, bro. Don't you worry. You're done. <laughs> Let me suckling. It's alive. I'll pencil it in here. <laughs> I oh, mean, man. like just on the way, like some of these pictures that people have attached through Twitter and and Instagram and other other messages that we've gotten over the past week. I mean. These movies look terrible. The the monsters or these weird-looking babies or mutant puppets. I don't even know what the fuck they are. But, I'll, like, why would you do this to me, people? Why? Yes, except for Martyrs, all the other movies people are suggesting are definitely movies that have these weird puppets and, and animatronic shit like that. So I think they really want to see you have some fun with some of these FX movies here. They just really want to see you a little... Slimy Geo dude, as you put it. <laughs> that's what he looks like, though. <laughs> they love it. That, but that's the fun of uh, of horror is seeing people make up these weird ass monsters and then bring it to life. Like that's a a crazy slimy Geo dude monster, don't you think? Like that's kind of scary. What they what they did make from Basket Case. I'm very grateful that monsters like this don't exist. Exactly. Because, I mean, we're we're very busy out here trying to live our best lives, and you know what? Enough has gone wrong over the past two years to not have to deal with any more negativity, like demon monsters, you know, growing out of the side of my torso. You mentioned uh, how we've had a lot of negativity, and we need a shining light. Well, Joe, it's a very special day on Sunday, 1031. Oh, baby, Limp Biscuit is back, everybody! I knew Woo! it. Here we go. Oh, baby, out of nowhere, 
what was it like the twenty seventh or something? They just uploaded a picture on Instagram and said, "Hey everybody, yeah. we're dropping an album on Sunday. Albums come out Friday. What is going on?" Yeah, <laughs> I I saw them post a photo that. Hey, there's a new album coming out and it's called Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. And I was like, Oh, that's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see when that comes out. And then like I didn't know that it was like scheduled to come out. All of a sudden, I think it was you just sent me the Spotify link. It was like, There's a new Limp Biscuit album, let's fucking go. Boom. Mike, what a what a surprise. I mean, nothing else was going on the the thirty first, so I needed something to do and boy, did I get it. Limp Biscuit drop in. A 12-track album. I love it. These albums nowadays, this is a 12-track album. This album is 30 minutes long. <laughs> like, albums used to be like an hour. Remember an hour, that? yeah. <laughs> like, now, I, I download these things. I have Apple Music. I have Spotify. I download albums. And I'm always looking like, oh, 28 minutes, 15 tracks. It's kind of crazy. What happened to long albums? I, I, I want some meat on there. You know, like, remember when you used to make mixtapes and you're like, oh, I hope I have enough room on the tape yes. to fit this seven-minute song that's an yes. album cut? It's like, not only can you fit that seven-minute song, you can also fit the three other tracks that you wanted to get on there, too, now. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe music has been perfected and we've learned that two to two and a half minutes is a perfect song, maybe. maybe we I'm don't wrong. need that drum solo anymore. <laughs> Oh, man. So Limp Bizkit dropped an album. Did you get a chance to listen to it, Joe? I have not been able to listen to it yet. I listened to it. I probably shouldn't have. It's not very good. But, you know, I will say, you know, I love me some Limp Bizkit. But, you know, the later Limp Bizkit stuff was never my biggest jam there. So this is falls in line with the, the rest of their stuff. There's one or two songs. They're like, all right, that's not bad. But there's a lot of stuff here that's... Uh, yeah, it's a little sad. I don't want to so bring what, negativity in here, but what you're saying is that Limp Biscuit still sucks. You know what? You're, you're correct. They set out to do what they planned to do. I think, just like the movie Basket Case, it had a, a mission and it lived up to it. <laughs> I believe there's there's a line in one song where Fred's like, uh, "I want to bring that happiness. I want to bring you back to the '90s." And I was like, "Oh yeah, baby," but he really didn't. He, he brought me back to, like, 2005. <laughs> okay, Biscuit. so maybe he didn't hit all his goals. <laughs> you know. There's still a bucket list for him out to accomplish. Uh, but it was nice. Listen, it got me excited. That's nice that I had something to look forward to, right? That was good. It's always nice to have something to look forward to. So, you know, and maybe I'll listen to it again and things will grow on me. That's how stuff works. It's Hopefully just, just not like a Siamese twin. <laughs> Never that. Gomez, we also got some feedback this week about one other major happening from last week's episode. Oh, what happened? Everybody is aghast, agog, amazed with the fact that you just keep hitting sandwiches in your car. Why is that so crazy, bro? I do a lot of driving, right? I'm a driver. I drive trucks. I drive Uber. I drive all that shit. So I'm on the road a lot. And sometimes you get hungry, and what's better than just pulling out a sandwich or something? Listen, I go to the store, I buy a sandwich, I save some of the sandwich, or maybe buy an extra. I do do that sometimes. But what's wrong with that? You don't keep candy in your glove box? I got candy there, too. Is that crazy? I have literally nothing in my car. But... (laughs) 
Do you drive a lot? Like, your commute, how often are you in your car? You drive to and from work? I how long is that? to and from work, to and from Disney World. I go to Universal Studios. I go to the Chinese Buffet. Are all these places close? Are you in your car, like, limited amount of time? Uh, I would say, like, out of the places I go regularly, maybe my longest one-way trip is about 40 minutes. Yeah, see, that's not so long. You might not need a secret quesadilla. But, I mean, if you had one, wouldn't that ride home be even better? I mean, it's not the worst idea. <laughs> like, I, I don't think... You, you don't have to make meals specifically. I'm not making, you know, rice and beans and putting it in a Tupperware. And No, it's just something quick and easy. Mostly a sandwich. <laughs> How good would that be if you just have, like, some little Pyrex dish in your glove compartment with rice and beans? Bro, the best is when you have a baby, they have, like, little portable bottle warmers mm-hmm. then you can warm up some rice and beans when you got that stuff on you <laughs> but you know you got to keep a sandwich because you know it can't be something that needs to be warmed up you know come on i don't think this is crazy why is this crazy i can't believe i'm the first person to have a quesadilla in I'm, the glove I'm box just, i'm just saying <laughs> i don't I, I really don't think there's a large sect of the population out there that hides quesadillas in their glove box. I'm not going on Shark Tank like saying, hey, we need a secret quesadilla holder for the car. It's not like that kind <laughs> now, of thing. Now, wait a minute. Have, <laughs> have you considered this? No, I just because I mean, now that I think about it, maybe, you know, it would I be mean, Mark nice, Cuban uh, is your double main man. I feel like he's he gotten in. You know, now that I'm really thinking about it, what if there was a thing that was in my my middle console you know, like you see those people that have like the the pizza holder that they put around their neck, like something like that. But in the car, I gotta. I'm gonna do some schematics and uh, draw this out. We, we might have to go on Shark Tank now that we think about it. So, so okay, sharks, hear me out. <laughs> you ever drive it? You, you out there with your fly girl, and maybe you you hear a little rumbling, and you can't have. The that hungry stomach taking over the conversation, and you just no. gotta be able to reach into a secret compartment and pull out a quesadilla, bro. Listen, it was a perfect night. Tell me, who heard that story of me sitting in a Knights of Columbus, hungry, with no food options really available, and having a quesadilla? What man? I figured everyone would be having quesadillas this weekend. I figured the feedback would be, bro, I took out a quesadilla from my pocket. It was the best. Come on, guys. You, you, you're making me sad here. Come on. <laughs> well, Gomez, I got another food item to speak with you about. Oh, I like food. This week was the return of the McRib. Oh. I had never had a McRib. I had one... I guess the last time it came out, I finally it came out tried last it. Year. Okay, so was I don't know if it was COVID time. I feel maybe right before COVID time. But either way, I did try this semi recently because I know all you cool kids just love your McRib. You go crazy about it every year. Every year they go nuts. Last year I went out, I had it. I have a video up on YouTube from my my little taste test. Maybe you can go see that year. right now at youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. And Gomez, I got to tell you, it was the first time I had ever had a McRib. And I found it to be wildly disappointing just because I've heard this hype for years. People go crazy for it. And for me, 
it was a lot of this is it. Same for me. I remember I took a picture of it and I sent it to to our group chat there, and I believe everyone was saying it needed more sauce. Like everyone was saying this did not look like a good McRib sandwich for me to have this opinion on. You know, like yes, everyone's gonna be disappointed in this version of it. So I don't know. Was your saucy and shit? Like, did it look My, okay? I guess I guess it was fine. I don't know. It just. It wasn't anything that I thought should be a thing. No. I think Arby's had a McRib. Did they do that? I think they they had like a rib kind of sandwich and like It's very possible McDonald's. because as as we all know, they do have the meats. They have the meats, baby. Oh yes, they do. Now, from the feedback I'm getting in my social media is that apparently last year's version of the McRib was not thought of very highly by the so maybe by the was. McRib community. Maybe it was last year then that I had this because I okay. Then maybe now it was. I don't understand why this that version yeah I don't of the know McRib yes that is very weird. I don't any understand. different? <laughs> yes. What what exactly is a new recipe? What's happening here? I have no idea. But people are telling me, dude, you need you need to go have it again. Last year's version wasn't shit, but like you need to try this again and do another video. So, I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm probably going to do that as soon as we're done with this episode. I'm going to go out to McDonald's and hopefully have some YouTube content for you guys this week. I'll go try the the 2021 version of the McRib. All right. So, when you do that, if if we get better feedback, if you tell me it's better, I'll then go try it. But I'm not going to try it until you do. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, what? I don't understand, like, people, like, they're saying this with a straight face, like, oh, yeah, last last year's version wasn't good. What, what, we got different ribs now? I don't understand. That's really weird. Uh, <laughs> Burger King has dropped uh, ghost, ghost pepper hot nuggets, but every time I go, no one has them, and it's very upsetting because I need to try these spicy nuggets, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to try those. Yeah, I went one but- day, I ordered it on the app. She's like, I don't have any nuggets. I gave you regular nuggets. I was like, I don't want regular nuggets. He's like, yeah, well, I can't give you money because you ordered on the app, so either just take these nuggets or I'm like, Jesus Christ, just give it a goddamn nuggets. What a waste. <laughs> it's like, okay. Burger King, are you serious? Like, come on. What are we doing? Like, I didn't know. Uh, if I wanted regular nuggets, I would have ordered regular nuggets. Exactly. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? She's like, I can't give you money from the draw because it's not connected to the draw. I'm like, it's all connected. It's the same. When you're $2 short. It's in the fucking cloud. When you go, oh, I'm $2 short, but I'm $2 over here. Duh. Come on, people. Fucking people. So I haven't gone back to Burger King to see if they have it. I figure I'll give them some time. Oh, you know what else? Wendy's has new fries. Did you see that? No. Tell me about them. So... They got this ad campaign coming around where it's like uh, we got we got fresh fries. They're guaranteed crispy. If your fries ain't good, you can bring yeah, them back. Yeah, they want you to try them at like the drive-through window, and basically give a thumbs up that your fries are okay. I did yeah. see this. So yeah, it's a guarantee. If you don't like your fries, you can throw it in their face and they'll give you a new one. That's something I heard. I don't know if it's true, but. And there's also deals like, oh, if you order fries, we'll give you free nuggets and shit like that. So I went there yesterday, and I tried the fries. And, you know, they're fries. It's okay. Yeah, I didn't notice (laughs) anything different about them. They were crispy. They were crispy. I'll give them that. But, I mean, you know, it's a fry. I'm not the biggest French fry guy. I love potatoes, but French fries never been 
my number one thing. So I mean, I'm not maybe the best person to speak on fries, but to me, they weren't anything special. Now, obviously, though, French fries are a staple of the fast food diet. And I think at this point, very briefly, like as 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 a person who is admittedly not a French fry guy, do you have a favorite French fry? I mean, McDonald's fries, when they are fresh, the things with McDonald's fries is after four seconds of touching oxygen, they fucking shrivel up and turn to garbage. So... I've had McDonald's fries that are terrible, but McDonald's fries, when they're fresh, hot, out that basket, they are delicious. I will say I do love McDonald's french fries. I'll give them that. And do you have a least favorite? I mean, I guess, uh, you know, you know, no, I mean, I guess these new, uh, these new KFC fries, right? Because they took away our potato wedges. To give us these fries, and it's like, bro, oh. be different. We want wedges. If I want fries, I go to fucking McDonald's. Come on, man. Well, I gotta say, my favorite fast food fry, it's criminally underrated, is Nathan's. You those know, that's crin- a good one. That is those a good one. Crinkle cut fries. They give you the little red uh, uh, devil fork. Looks like the devil's Yes, the little devil's fork. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you get that with them, and then. You, you know, like you feel you get like the a cheese big... sauce. You gotta and get the, the cheese, cheese sauce. sauce. Absolutely, Ooh, you get the cheese yeah. sauce. But Gomez, far and away, I think the worst fries are In and Out. In and Out fries are terrible. I've never been a Shake Shack fry guy. They're okay. I know people like the. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not. You know, Shake Shack. I wouldn't even order the fries. Yeah, I don't really. Like, I'm no thanks. Big... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no thanks. Like In and Out was one of those things where, like. By the time I had in and out it was another one of those things where people put it over so big that, like, I'm expecting everything to be fucking great. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. In and out was good. the burgers are fine. It's good. I got, you know, I got no, uh, no static to start with the burgers, but those fries are absolutely fucking wretched. When you get cheese fries, you like the cheese all on top or you like it on the side so you can dick bit and not get soggy fries? What are you doing there? It depends. Uh, like on Nathan's, I want them on top because I got my little devil's fork to eat with. And I'm a classy gentleman. The one thing I hate is getting sauce on my fingers. Okay. So if I you have a utensil, fork. yeah. yeah if I care. have a utensil, I'm more than happy to put the cheese sauce on top. I prefer to dip, but I don't have a problem, especially like uh, you go to like to Charlie's cheesesteaks, you know, in the mall. And you get oh like my their, God, they I got good fries that. and they, they start putting fucking cheese all over it and bacon. Now they have cheesesteak fries. So they cut up a cheesesteak and they throw it on top of the fries, bro. Yes. It's the best. It's so now, good. Do you get it with the regular cheese? Because I, I normally get it with the ranch. I'll get like the ranch and bacon instead of the cheese mm. and bacon on the fries. I get regular. I also mix it up and sometimes get a chicken cheesesteak, which I like. Really? But, uh, yeah, I mix it up sometimes. Hmm. It's not bad. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. You know what it is. I just. I. I like what I know. Yes, and you need. And you don't have it often. So when you get in, it's like I need my cheese steak. I get it. Yeah, 100%. I, I want. It, you know, it's, it becomes like a comfort item. But like I could go with Kellyanne, and we could go. Oh, do you want to split this and try something new? That works good sometimes. To try new things there. Uh, I'm going to have to. Uh, I guess start spending more time with someone. Well, but I mean, you also got to be able to share your food. I mean, that's the other thing. It's not just spending the time. I, that you got to share anything, the food. I don't want to share. It's like <laughs> so that I episode understand. of Friends where, 
you remember that episode of Friends where Joey goes on the Joey date with the girl and she, and she just start, she just starts taking his fries and his eyes like bug out of his head. <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> there's there's certain times where we won't share. Where it's like, nah, I could go for my own today, and that's fine. We all did the same thing, but. You know, if there's something new, we always just... Plus, we will always just get something on the side to try it. Because who cares? I'll pay $5 to try something new. Who gives a shit? And if I don't like it, I still got my main my main course on me, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, you bring up a lot of good points. And maybe it's... You know, I, hearing you say it out loud, it makes me think that maybe it's time to settle down. <laughs> if we go to brunch, we're getting whatever we want. And if they have biscuits and gravy, we always getting biscuits and gravy on the side because we got to try it. So I'll have fucking pancake, egg. I look like I'm a king eating a feast at brunch, bro. Seven plates all around me. It's wonderful. You got to try it. You got to sample things. I mean, yeah, you do. But at the same, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like I said, there's joy in, like, just getting what I like and what I know. Well, that's mostly like when we go to a new spot. Like if we go into a new place for brunch or breakfast or something, you got to sample everything. How do you know what you're going to love? You just no, get the well, pancakes. That, that I agree with. And you know. what's been happening to me lately is I've been getting all these sponsored ads on Instagram mm. about like all these like local restaurants that I've never heard of because in Orlando, you're so overwhelmed with just the chain restaurants everywhere you look that – I don't even notice that there are like independent restaurants out there. It's true. It's definitely like that. You don't realize there's a lot of little guys, but all you see, just like that here too. Trust me. So all you see is the new things popping up. Like, oh look, there's a new this now. Wingstop is a, a thing that's popping up a lot around here. You got a lot of Wingstops really? by you. We've had Wingstop here <clears throat> for years. It's yeah, been, it's, no. it's a carbon copy of Hooters. We all I'm, our stuff is like uh, it's mostly it's no we don't really go inside and sit at these wings. It's like a fast food like just grab your wings and fucking bounce, bro. Oh no, mine is like a like a legit sit down Hooters and oh. w- like I mean everything from the wood paneling to the girls' outfits, the waitresses' outfits, like it's all like pretty much exactly the same. Only I will say I I feel like I enjoy the Wingstop food better than Hooters. Yeah, they got better wings, definitely. I haven't been to a Hooters in forever. A lot of Hooters, there's not really Hooters around here anymore. You know, uh, it's a good point. I, I know that I know there's one over by the airport here, but I really don't know of really too many others, if any. Uh, one thing I, I always put in Wingstop's favor is on Wednesdays, it's bottomless, boneless wings for like oh. 10 bucks or 12 bucks or whatever it is. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. It is a great thing because you, you order your first flavor, and they bring out the basket, and as soon as they bring out the basket, I already order my second one, and I'm, you know, that's an opportunity where I'll try out a bunch of different flavors. Sure, definitely. I got a thing this uh, the other day for the sandwich, Joe. It comes out. We record this on Tuesday. Comes out on Wednesday. So Wednesday, I might. By the time you hear this podcast, I hopefully have had this sandwich. It's a s'more sandwich. This local. I don't want to be local, but this uh, restaurant in the city has a couple of shops. They, it's National Sandwich Day or some bullshit, and they're doing a s'more sandwich that has graham infused in the bread. It's got marshmallow. It's got uh, like crispy prosciutto. It sounds like I need this, bro. I need this sandwich. It sounds like I need this sandwich. 
It's like available in like four stores just for the one day. And I think I'm going to drive into the just city. Just for the and, uh, day? Just for one day. Wednesday, the uh, the third. That's it. So, Gomez, here's what we're going to need from you then. We're going to need you to do a video for YouTube. Ooh, I'll see if I can. I got to see, see what kind of place this is, man. Because I, I do want to eat it fresh. But maybe I could go to the side. I'll figure this out. I think we could do something. Hey, I film videos literally anywhere, so <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's a little different in New York. I have my mask on and everything, you know. The yeah, city yeah, is yeah. Uh, Well, that's why a lot of times I just walk out to the parking lot and eat it on the back of my car for pretty much. I was eating on the subway with the rest of the people. <laughs> <laughs> but that that sounds pretty badass. I I I would want to try that. Yeah, so I'm like, I see it, and I keep thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm going to be so upset. I, I should just try. If I don't get it, you know, maybe it's hard to get. I don't know. But I mean, I I'm would assume give it a try. there's, there's going to be, like, some stupid line, like when people wanted the, uh, the uh, yes. sauce, the Rick and Morty sauce from McDonald's. Yes, so I'm going to – you can order online. You can't order that yet, but their restaurants, they do have what you can order and pick up. So I'm hoping what I'll do is – Order it and grab it and go, if that's allowed. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should take a friend with you to hold a camera. You have you have a <laughs> child, right? Yes, I would probably be going with my wife if I went. Uh, we would go on an adventure and uh, try to get that. Yeah, so she's known to take good pictures, so sure she she, she can uh, she can videotape you as you I mean, explain all the the flavors bursting in your lips <laughs> and against your palate. I mean, it's not going to be as sexy as Joe's videos. I don't, you know, I don't make love to my food like you do. But no, I'll try I, my best. I don't do anything of the sort. <laughs> People well, love watching you eat. <laughs> we just we just need a good description. I, I'm i going to have some more content coming up on YouTube soon because I just found some new coffee creamers. Well, I don't know if they're new, I should say. But some coffee creamers I haven't tried before. And they were on sale three for like nine bucks at the... Uh, supermarket the other day so i picked up a couple so we'll have some of those those are nice quick videos that people seem to like them i grabbed the glazed donut creamer for kellyanne the other day oh who makes that coffee mate or international i I think it was coffee mate but i'll double check when i go inside i just got a pumpkin pie Ooh. And now I'm not a, a pumpkin guy, really, but I'm, sure. I'm putting myself out there. This is definitely not something be, yes. I would have bought on my own. You never know. You got to try and it. The other one I got was M&M's. I have seen the M&M's. Yes, I have seen that. So I, I haven't seen it. So this is the I first know you time. Like, I, I know you like that. I know you like that chocolate. I like my candy stuff. I like the sweet yeah. ones. Um, the Snickers flavor is probably one of my favorites that I've had. So I'm, like I'm hoping the M&M's is along yeah. the same lines. I would think so. Hmm. Look at that. So look for that coming soon. YouTube. Speaking of coming soon, Gomez, have you Uh-oh. seen the news from Super 7? No, I didn't. What did I miss? Oh, man. Super 7 uh, started pre-orders on Wave 2 of the Silverhawks figures. Oh, the Silverhawks Ultimates. I try not to look at those. I Still waiting for Wave 1 to hit my mailbox, but, you know, when, whatevs. When did you pre-order that one? Uh, months ago. Oh, okay. But I, I still probably have another two to seven years before they actually show up. 
<laughs> You'll get them eventually, bro. Yeah. But Wave 2 is up for pre-order, and that's going to be Monstar, like regular Monstar before he transforms. Uh, Windhammer, and on the good guy side, we got Steel Will and Bluegrass. Mm, bluegrass, that's nice. So Now, if I remember correctly... <laughs> When we did, like last year, we did that episode on our favorite cartoon theme songs, and I brought up Silverhawks, and you said that you were the Silverhawks key. I love Silverhawks. I had all the toys. I love them. That's why I try not to look at that Series 7, because I do not need to collect Silverhawk toys. I do not. I mean, I'm collecting them. Maybe it's something we should do together as a team. Oh, man, I hate you, Series 7. You're so damn good. I'll tell you what. And these ultimate figures are amazing. I already have Wave 1 of the Thundercats. Wave 3 has uh, finally dropped. Before Somehow, Wave 3 of the Thundercats came out before Wave 2. Interesting. Very interesting. So I'm just waiting. (laughs) I'm waiting to get that from, uh, I think I had it pre-ordered with Big Bad Toy Store, that one. So I, I, it's sitting in my pile of loot. I just haven't ordered it to show up yet. But I'll have that soon. But they're all on the same scale now, these Ultimate figures. So your Thundercats are in the same scale as your Silverhawks are in the same scale as Ninja Turtles that oh, they're making. Going to have a Royal Rumble, bro. They, have, they do the New Japan figures. Damn. And uh, they also uh, do G.I. Joe now. And they're doing cartoon-accurate G.I. Joe figures. And they oh. put up a teaser for Wave 2 of G.I. Joe. We're going to be getting the actual information this week. But gonna Wave have... 2 of G.I. Joe. This is why we can't have, no have money. money. <laughs> You're going to have no money left, bro. <laughs> it is horrible. Oh, horrible. Because I, I have both G.I. Joe and Silverhawks Wave 1 pre-ordered. I'm all caught up on Thundercats. I have up to Wave 4 ordered or pre-ordered or shown up, whatever. Uh, They're also doing, like, the uh, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona figures, the Good Brothers. You know, they've got their toes in the the wrestling uh, pool. It's like, the figures are so awesome. They're, like, so, so awesome. But you can't possibly collect everything. People are trying, though. They're trying to make you collect everything, that's for sure. They know what you like. It's like, what can we make for Joe? Let's make And the thing is, like, I was saying the other uh, couple episodes ago, where with the G.I. Joe, like, I love G.I. Joe. It was such a big thing for me as a kid. But, like, the newer stuff that's come out, the classified series, I'm really not in love with. The retro series, it doesn't look like they're really overly committed to it. So, like, my interest has very much waned on that. But the Super 7 figures, the Ultimates are like the most cartoon accurate G.I. Joe figures ever. And that's what I want because that's what I love. That's why I love G.I. Joe is because of the cartoon and Super 7's actually giving me the product I want. So now I feel like I have to support it. I I agree. (laughs) Oh, man. I did buy a toy this week. What'd you get, Gomez? I bought a micro brawler of Midsommar Housing, a little Dan Housing toy. Looking like the Midsummer girl. I loved it. I needed it. As soon as I saw it, I kept forgetting what day it was coming out. On Friday, I was like, oh, this thing came out. I jumped online. I'm like, where is it? And I looked. I was like, oh, it comes out Friday. And then I was checking again. Man, and then thankfully you reminded me because when it was officially out, I fucking forgot all about it. 
It came out Halloween. When uh, what other day could a Danhausen figure come out? It was perfect. So I ordered that pre-order. Supposed to come sometime next month. And uh, I don't really collect uh, figures like that, but I just love me some Danhausen, and I thought it would be a cute little, a little fun thing to add to my collection. I mean, who doesn't love that Danhausen? And of course, the day that figure comes out, our our, our hero is stricken down. So, I'm so happy I bought that toy. I'm like, oh man, thank God I bought that toy. This poor guy. Yeah. We have to support that Danhausen <laughs> yes. now. Poor Danhausen broke his leg. Oh my goodness, that really sucks, man. What terrible timing for Danhausen. And oh. earlier in like earlier in the day, he had I don't know if he posted a video or wrote a tweet, whatever it was, and he's like, "Today is Halloween when Danhausen is at his most pop, uh, most powerful." And all <laughs> of a sudden, not. a couple hours later, he posts a, a video sitting on a hospital gurney with his leg stabilized against the board, and I'm like, "Holy shit, what just happened here?" Man, what a what a terrible Halloween of all days. Poor Dan couldn't be not, the first, the thirtieth. Oh, poor guy. Not only that. But Halloween, the Atlanta Braves looked like they were about to close out the World Series, too. I was like, this will be the worst Halloween. First, Danhausen gets hurt. And now the Braves are about to win the World Series. This is going to go down as the worst Halloween in the history of our sport. I got to say, I only know that they are that close to winning the World Series because of you. I have not... I don't even know the scores. I don't know anything that's happened in those things. Those things don't exist over here. And then you oh wrote that God. on Halloween, and I went, oh, no, the Braves are up in this series. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. I, I was like, God damn it. You didn't complain, so I assume they lost, which is good. No. no. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they didn't win Halloween, did they? Oh, no, no, no. They did lose game five, yeah. Oh, so what, they won yesterday or something? So it's right now. It's three to two. Uh, okay. They're playing tonight. Will be game six. Okay. Back All in right. Houston. So they didn't win yet. All right. So it's not over yet. We can have I, the piece of shit Astros fucking I, you win. You know what? At this point, I love the fucking Astros. <laughs> I mean, yes, I would take them over the Braves any day. Fuck the Braves. I don't care. Braves fans listening to this show, turn off. Turn it off. I don't want you listening. The Braves are terrible. We don't allow that here. Braves, no, especially after, after you invited that asshole Trump. Fuck that, bastards! Oh they had, they had, they had I Trump at the him. game doing the tomahawk chop, like you, and you know he's like eating that up with a spoon. He had a hard on, I think I saw while he was doing the fucking and chop. I, I'm, I'm out here doing the thing, just owning the libs. This is, this is what drives them nuts. It shows everyone what a big deal I am. It's too funny. Let's take away the All Star game, and let's yeah, give them <laughs> the World Series. Oh my God! What a terrible the Nationals, the fucking I can't I can't have this. What what's going on here, guys? We can't have National East NL East teams winning the World Series except Yo, for the Mets. We were, it's unacceptable. We were in first place for three fucking months. The Braves couldn't get out of their <clears throat> own way, and now they're about to win the fucking World Series. What a horrible time to be alive! Terrible, my goodness. And and you got to listen to fucking John Smoltz in the broadcast booth. As never, this is going on, I've never hated John Smoltz, but on a Braves game, I definitely don't want to hear John Smoltz. Oh my god, he just sits there waxing poetic about all his friends sitting in the crowd. Oh, and there's Greg Maddox. We play golf together, and that's Andrew <laughs> Jones, and he's he saved me a couple of runs on my ERA. Oh, there's Chipper, and I mean, what what else can you say about Chipper? I I'll tell you what you say about Chipper. You say 
Fuck you. I hate you, Chipper Jones. I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Chipper Jones. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <sighs> what a turn. The podcast has taken a turn. Yeah, I know. So, Gomez, you're not watching the World Series. Let's talk about happy stuff. You're not watching the World Series. What are you? But what are you watching this week? I just watched a lot of horror movies because it was the end of Spooky Sake season. So I had to load up on that. I did my 24 hours of horror. I had mentioned I was going to do that. I did do that. Uh, on my end, I had no issues. I mean, if someone had issues, maybe it was a little choppy at times. But I watched it also on my TVs and... I did some test runs that had a little choppiness, and I tweaked some settings, and I felt that it was a smooth 24 hours. It was up there for 24 straight hours. I showed 13 movies, some Treehouse of Horror episodes. We do a little cartoon block in the morning. Uh, People were in and out. There were people talking, enjoying, so I did have views. I think I said 100 views I got up to, so that's nice. That was fun, and uh, if you did jump on, I hope you had a good time. I sometimes do this once a month, and uh, I'll definitely be doing one for Christmas, maybe one November. I'll let everyone know. Very cool. And with all the movies you watched this season, did you have a favorite? Did you have a favorite movie that you saw for the first time, or was it all stuff that you had already known and loved going in? So I'm more of a watch new things guy. I try not to rewatch a lot of things just because there's always new stuff that I want to see. And sure, I do rewatch things. I, I did that a lot this year. I said, you know what? Let me rewatch some stuff. Uh, I mean, Malignant, bro. Malignant was one of my favorite movies that I definitely watched this year. It was wonderful. <laughs> and I think it just, it sums up what I love about horror. Just the silliness, the craziness. It was a, it was a great way to start to start the season, I feel. And it set the bar then, set the bar nice and high. It did. I rewatched some movies that I hadn't seen in a while, like uh, The Witch and uh, Crimson Peak, Halloween 2, movies that I remember really enjoying. That's the Rob Zombie Halloween 2. Really enjoying uh, even more the second time around. I watched Halloween Kills again. I liked it a little more. uh, But I still agree that when the townspeople are on screen... It's not very good. Michael Myers, wonderful. Killing, like I said, like 30-something people is wonderful. But there's a lot of uh, Anthony Michael Hall, evil dies tonight. A little too much of that bullshit, you know. But I, I had a lot of fun. I felt like it was a fun six weeks of horror for me. I watched a lot of movies. I was able to fit a lot of things in. I think I watched about almost 50 movies in the six weeks. So uh, I had a great time. Oh, wow. 50 movies. Yes. That is rather significant. Like, I used to do a movie a day, so I used to watch a lot, lot. Since Shiloh has been bought, obviously, that's not the case. So no, You just watch Space Jam every day now. <laughs> As they get older, you, you find ways because you know what she's doing. I know when she's upstairs playing with her dolls, I could get half a movie in. So a lot of that's been uh, watching movies and spurts little segments you know hey i still watch the movie whatever you know oh i see i see i really uh i haven't watched a lot this week i've been uh keeping busy with some other things the one thing i i really did watch and i guess it has a little bit of spooky aspect to it sure it's a uh cartoon series it was only uh 10 episodes but it was called over the garden wall have you heard of it 
No, what is this? Is this a Disney Plus thing? No, it's what just a independent cartoon thing. Oh. Uh, uh, the real main voice is by Elijah Wood, and also Christopher oh. Lloyd's in it. I'm surprised but it's I about uh, it's about two brothers who kind of get lost in this spooky magical woods, and then they're just they spend these ten episodes making woodland friends and trying to get home. That sounds cute. It was uh it was really good. It's a par- it was a suggestion from Kayla. She wanted to watch it. Uh, apparently, it's something she really likes, and I gotta tell you, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I ended up downloading it from Amazon Prime for like six bucks or whatever, uh, and it was really pretty enjoyable. Like some good humor, some pretty wacky stories, and uh, so that was it. Over the Garden Wall, go check that out. Is I that like it. is that like a season one? Is there a season two coming? No, a limited it's thing? just it's just a ten episode thing, and even okay. the ten episodes, it's really like five episodes with ten chapters. Okay, so like they're really like fifteen minute episodes. Sure. So basically, you got yourself like if you watch it straight, like a two and a half hour movie. Hmm. Joe, do you have any interest in Dune? I was thinking of seeing Dune because people are saying it's very good, but at the same time, it's like eh, I really don't know if I want to see. So. That. Here's my thing with Dune. Dune is not something I even heard of until probably the past five years. Okay. I didn't like grow up reading the book or having seen the original movie or anything like that. So I have no emotional attachment to it. And honestly, I've seen all the stuff that I've seen about this movie is so mixed that I'm not in any hurry to go check this out. Because I think one of the most um, common things that I've seen is that people feel like they didn't love the movie, but they feel like it is a necessary part to get to a part two. Yes. So they're like, well, it was kind of necessary to get us to a sequel, so I guess it's fine. So, But I, that doesn't make me enthused to go see it. I keep hearing it's available on HBO Max with your subscription. Um it's also in the movie theaters, and I hear, like, this is something you should see on IMAX. So, like, that kind of talk is making me go, hey, you know, maybe I'll go see this in IMAX. Like, that's the only thing that's making me want to see it. Because, again, I could have pushed play on this fucking thing for weeks. You know, it's been out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hmm, do I want to go to the movies? I might try to squeeze that in and see, but I don't know. Only IMAX. That's it. Like, I, I really don't have an interest except for it's a spectacle. And, like, I do enjoy, like, I... My first ever IMAX, well, technically my first ever IMAX movie was Metallica had a, a concert movie thing. But my first real, real movie was Gravity because I felt that's something that I think would work perfect in IMAX. Like every movie well, doesn't need to be that's IMAX. That's not true you know because I mean? didn't you well, and I go see oh, so, Attack of the Clones? So this we saw like fake IMAX, you know what I mean? Like Oh. Like when we used to go to Sheep's Head Bay... And they had IMAX, like we saw Watchmen and IMAX and shit no, like that. No, but we went to the city for Attack of the Clones. But I don't remember seeing on a giant screen, you know, that giant eighty foot screen. I only I remember know. I only remember seeing that for those things because I remember Because remember the whole thing was it, it had to get the it was like twenty minutes shorter in the IMAX because it whatever the thing was, it couldn't contain like the full cut of the movie. Oh man. I mean, you bringing up shit from 20 years ago, so now now you got me all fucked up. I don't know. Well, I'm the Rajah of remembering. <laughs> Attack of the Clones, what, 2002, 2003, right? Something like that? Probably something. It was, it was um, 
I want to say it was you, your wife, and me and my brother. I think we all went together. I mean, it makes sense. We we, we saw movies together, and we did usually go to the city to see movies. Um, but I like I because I know I saw Attack of the Clones in theaters twice, and one was in the IMAX with you. 2002, so maybe that was my first IMAX movie. Okay, I could be wrong. Wow, that's a horrible way to bring in IMAX then. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's why I took, I put it out of my mind. You blocked it out. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I have never w- seen an IMAX. <laughs> we agree that Attack of the Clones is the worst <coughs> of the Star Wars movies, right? Um, I feel that all these movies are not great. I listen; they're all good. In parts, and they all have very bad things to it. I think Attack of the Clones probably had the most bad things to it. I would say. I I believe I rewatched all the movies, and I do think I had this one as the last because I think the first one. I think Phantom Menace can be boring at times. I get because of the thing, but that's see. Pod I feel race, like Phantom Menace gets shit on unnecessarily. The last forty minutes of Phantom Menace are fucking fantastic Star Wars shit. Pod the race, pod race is awesome. Jar Jar Binks is terrific. <laughs> the Jar the Jar Binks thing is sporadic. It's in and out. I don't, you know, I get it. But again, it's also a fucking movie for kids. Like, of course, there's gonna be some silly bitch running around. Like, what are we doing? Can, fucking... Like, hey, real talk. So, Phantom Menace came out in '99, I believe. Right? I believe I so. Like was... So, we're over 20 years past this. Can we just all agree? And retcon the whole Jar Jar Binks thing to just agree that he's fucking awesome. I wouldn't say awesome, but he's fine. Let me say, I, I rewatched when the Star Wars. He's a movies... senator. He <laughs> rose to the rank of senator. <laughs> yes, so I'm looking here. I rewatched all the Star Wars movies when they came out for uh, when the last one, number nine, came out. And I do have Attack of the Clones as my least favorite Star Wars movies. See? I, I, I did the same thing. I watched them all right before, what was the last one called? Re, relax, relax Jedi, Go Home, or I don't know. Rise of the Skywalker. Rise Return of the of Skywalker. The is Whatever. that what? Yes. I, I, all three of those were terrible. Um, but Attack of the Clones is the worst. Oh, man. I have number one, Rogue One, I had down there as my favorite, actually. Ooh. Rogue One is so good. People shit on Rogue One. I can't believe it. People shit on everything, bro. I think Last Jedi is great. I'm one of those Last Jedi's great people. I know there's Last Which Jedi. Which one is, is the, that? Is that old the man middle. Luke with the milk? Yes, that one. So yeah. I enjoy that movie, but I know that's probably the most decisive Star Wars movie. I mean, these people hate this movie. They love this movie. I think it's great. But at the end of the day, I don't care enough to fight with people on the internet about it because what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Star Wars movie. Fucking watch it, love it, then move the fuck on, please. My goodness. Which means that you should go see Dune in IMAX, apparently. <laughs> I'll probably see it. Uh, next week, uh, well, this week, the big release is Marvel, baby. The Eternals is this week. Yeah. I'm going to see it because obviously it's a Marvel movie, but this is... But are you um, going to be excited about it? I mean, I'm not. I'm excited because I just like Marvel and I want to see. You know, I want to have fun. I know Marvel movies are fun, so I know. I mean, I think I don't know, obviously, but to me, when I see a Marvel movie, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have fun. This is gonna be a fun time. So I would I, hope I that's the case. I mean, I, yeah, like I obviously I'm gonna go see it, but it's just 
Reviews are very mixed. I'm, um, just, I'm just not, you know. I just I want to be excited about something again. You know, well, Spider Man. I mean? Are you excited is, for Spider Man? Life is I'm such excited. a bore. It's such a drag, <laughs> man. I can't and, wait. Uh, I can't wait for Spider Man. Spider Man will be fun, but he he ain't here yet. I know. We got another month. So Eternals. It's. Uh, I don't. You know. I don't think Rotten Tomatoes is the end all be all of how you should judge a movie, but according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's. Like a low-level Marvel movie on par with uh, some of the movies we don't love so much. So. I mean, I agree with you that you really shouldn't listen to Rotten Tomatoes because, as we found out last week, seventy-six percent <laughs> positive for Basket Case. That shows you that those ratings are bullshit. Rotten Tomatoes is good for that one because you're getting horror accurate uh, reviews there, so that's a good one to look and read and see. Rotten Tomatoes is a good starting point to, oh, look, people say this movie's good, and then you can make your decision there. But it's not like, I'm not going to see this. It's got a fucking 43. Shut up. Uh, Speaking of IMAX, I was just thinking, like, the last time I felt like something was a real IMAX event, and I don't feel like Dune has hit that by any means, but, like, remember Avatar when that came out? Yes, that was and the that, big that, that IMAX was, 3D. That was the peak of 3D, really. Yeah, like that what I felt was like the thing where like everyone was like, no, I don't think you understand. Like you have you have to go to the movies like right now and see this. How many times have you watched Avatar since uh, you saw Zero, the Zero, I fucking hated it. I saw, I've seen it one time after like two years later or something. It's not very good, but you know, that's like a movie that, People a little younger than us fucking ride or die with, bro. That's why there's four sequels coming out. Like, so, there are people who love that shit. So, the thing is, too, is, like, there's a whole section at Disney's Animal Kingdom of, like, Avatar, and it's supposed to be Pandora and all yeah, that. Yeah, see? I, I for, them, been there. I, for them to do that, that, you know, like... <laughs> well, the thing was, they bought the rights, like, immediately when the movie came out, thinking that it was going to be this big thing. And then the portion of the park got delayed for like so many years that by the time it opened no one gave a shit about avatar that movie was so forgettable like once you got past like how pretty the it looked on the screen yes, you're like that was definitely you're like wow this movie is not really any good it's basically just she's all that with blue body paint like oh at first this was a mission but now i love you <laughs> That's exactly what it was, though. Honestly. Oh, look at look at my blue twinkle twinkle stars. Oh. Let's put our tails together. Mmm, sexy. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like that movie sucks. And I mean, hey, we're getting a sequel. I think is the next, maybe twenty three. You know, we're we supposed boy. to be like eleven sequels deep at this point. Well, the thing with James Cameron is he's very particular and he's very meticulous. Yes, so like, as, as we learned on the movies that made us. So, you know, he's been tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. Also, you know, he's missed the technology. So he's like, oh, the technology's not ready. Now technology's ready. I don't know. Listen, I'll go see the fucking movie, I'm sure. But uh, f- the next one, I I'll, g- like... I'll, give it, I'll give it one sequel. I'm not going to run to see all four of them. If the second one's okay, I'll see the others. If it's not, I'm done with Avatar. I don't need to be in that world. It's not for me. Not everything. I feel is for like me. it's China, like it's the Chinese democracy of movies. I like that album. And, but like the thing is, is <laughs> no, like by the I, time I just, it came out, everyone yes. had stopped caring about Guns N' Roses. Twenty years later, it's like all right, Axel. 
It's like, t- call us when you get the band back together. Then, you know, now they kind of care that Slash is back. But yes. Like, I, I want to come out with a movie before that and just call it Avatar 2 and just spell it differently. And that way I could just be first to market. That's it, baby. Why not? There's always a bootleg movie that comes out around the same time. That's and the it. thing is, it's going to be me literally sitting on Netflix just changing my profile avatar for like eight minutes, and then I'll win an Oscar. <laughs> oh, and an Oscar. Wow. Like, why not? Because <laughs> right now, I think my profile avatar is Starscream from that Transformers cartoon. But maybe I'll switch up. Actually, maybe I'll do Disney Plus. You know, Disney has the avatar right. So I'll do Disney Plus, and I'll, I'll switch my avatar from Judy Hopps. I'll see if I find something new. Maybe a Muppet or something. Ooh, a Muppet's good. They added those Muppets recently, I think. <clears throat> the spooky, because they had the Haunted Mansion Muppet special. Oh, this is right. Did you watch that? I did not. I put it on my watch list, but I just never got to it. I have a... Uh... Like when there's not a Marvel show, kind of Disney Plus gets forgotten about for a little bit. <clears throat> Especially this year, you know, yeah, I'm watching, I, like I this month, I'm watching horror, so I'm not really putting on Disney Plus. Instead, I was putting on like Peacock and Stars and Tubi. I was trying to see what yeah, was out there. There's not a lot to go back to Disney Plus for, like as far as like new content. Um, like I know they have other shows, but like I I, I didn't even start watching the Mighty Ducks. And watched uh, one episode. We got no one. good. It was fine. It's just you know it's sad. Like it's a it's a show that was greatly affected by COVID, and because of that they didn't get to do storylines that they wanted to do. They had to change stuff around. So it's just like it's like it's a shitty situation. You know, there's no Charlie Conway in the fucking show, which is just how do you do a Mighty Duck show without Charlie Conway? Oh, <clears throat> but it's because he had just uh, his wife had just had a baby. He would have to quarantine for two weeks when he got there, start yeah, yeah, shooting, yeah. quarantine again. You know what I mean? So he would have like it been like a six week thing for one week of filming. It, it was too much. I get yeah, it. I understand. I don't blame him. So I think he's supposed to be coming this season. So I might catch up. We'll see. There's enough shit to watch. Yeah. This. I mean, there's always stuff. It's. But you know what? It's sometimes you become overwhelmed and you don't want to make that commitment to starting something new. Yes. We haven't started. We, like I said, we finished Squid Games. And we've just been watching horror movies. We haven't really decided what our next series is going to be. We're still debating. There's a lot out there, bro. Yeah, I'm actually I'm still in the middle of my uh, Castle rewatch. I'm in season eight right now. Oh, my already. God. <laughs> Jesus. Season 8, bro. Those are our episodes, 20 episode seasons, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, I, I really like Castle. Man, the overnights are treating you good, huh? No, this is not at work. I've been actually busy at work. Wow, so. man. <laughs> That's crazy. So uh, I really haven't had time for much else. That's all right. Well, you know, we got Eternals this week. I was thinking, I don't know if you want to do that, but uh, we never watched Rick and Morty this season. I figured we should. Uh, I'm interested. Yeah. I have it all on my DVR. I, mean, I got to get to it at some point. We should maybe. Yeah, I guess do we should episode. check that out. I mean, I, I kind of feel like the show like is over. You know what I mean? 
Right? Like yeah. there didn't feel like any hype. There didn't feel like anyone was talking about it. It's the long delays in between seasons are never good. I mean, nope. we still like it, but it's like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Rick and Morty's back. Like I said, just sitting. I watched the first episode because I was like, oh, cool. But then I'm like, yeah, I'm not. it was good, but I'm like, yeah, okay. And I just let it pile up, and it's just sitting there collecting dust on the DVR. Yep. I get uh, it. I mean, oh. what if, you, if you're not pitching Szechuan sauce, like what else are you giving me? I just saw, speaking of shows that, long hiatus i saw i believe the draft of the script for the venture brother movie is uh is complete really yes i saw a a picture uh doc i believe put up the picture and of course all the comments are oh geez so that means we'll see it in five years i guess huh <laughs> so, but that's yeah. another show with the same thing like, yes that's why I, I immediately thought of it i was like love oh. it but at the same time it's like it was like Five years between seasons sometimes. Like how do you how do you like expect people to keep caring? Yes. I understand it's not easy. It's two people writing the whole show, I believe. You know, it's really the two guys doing it. And uh, I get it, it's not easy to write a show, but at the same time, like momentum is a thing. Like you can't take off years and years and years and expect to still be as popular. And I, I like I don't even know was Rick and Morty still popular? I, you know, last season, it's the number one show on cable when it's on. I don't know if that was still a thing this year. I, I gotta check. I don't know if it was last year. I feel like season three was the last time. That's right. People that's really between, yes. cared. Mm, that's interesting. But at this, but when you look online, and this is why people say you know Twitter isn't always real life. The Rick and Morty fans are still you know they're still out there. Popping off about the show being the greatest thing and everything, so I don't know. Well, I mean, that's exactly the same situation we were talking about a few weeks ago with The Walking Dead. Like, apparently, people still watch this show. Yeah, not as many, but it's still it's still up there. I don't know if it's the number one show when it's on, but it's in the top five. It's definitely still it's still up there. Hmm. Just insane to think about. Like, yeah. I can't believe that... They still have, like, more roads to go down with the storyline for this. Well, I think what they do is they, like, meet up new people, and then, like, these people are here for a while. You know, that kind of... But at some point, like, how many more new people can there possibly fucking be? Like, how much more gasoline can you still fucking find? How many more bullets can you still dig up out of a warehouse? Well, that's the thing. I don't know... I don't know what the timeline is for that show. Has it been six months? Has it been six years? Like, how, how is time? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's been hundreds I, of years. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how time works on that show. So I can't, I can't comment on that. Maybe Because maybe they do explain things. You know, this could all be a fucking one long month that they've been doing. You know, I don't know. Uh, speaking of a long month, we are at the beginning of a new month. And with that, I think we're coming to the end of an episode. Do we got a big finish, Gomez? Yeah, baby. Let me hear some music. It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joe. Let's wrap this bad boy up with a big finish. Here we go. You ready, bro? Can't wait. Today's Big Finish. Top three Foo Fighter songs. Hmm. All right. Here we go. 
uh, you a Foo Fighters guy, bro? I wouldn't say I'm a big Foo Fighters guy, but they do have one of my two favorite songs of all time. I love the Foo Fighters. Um, I'll say the last couple albums, not the best, but the first, you know, three, four, I'm all about it. I love me some Foo Fighters. Yeah, that's probably where I tap out is really within the first three albums or so. But, I mean, Everlong is an absolute all-time classic, a banger. That's my number one far best, and away. Best. Best of You is just... That is an all-time banger. I mean, for me, the other two... Best of You is really good, but I'm probably going to go with My Hero, number two. That's good. And, um... All My Life. I'm a big monkey wrench guy. I love me some monkey wrench. Oh, let's see. Best of you, monkey wrench. I do love Everlong. I mean, Ever- I'm not talking shit. Everlong is the best. I might have to put Everlong in there too, man. Oh my life. I just got, got some good ass shit. Uh, let's go. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, oh, times like these, bro. I forgot about that. That's great song. Uh, we'll go. Uh, Best of You, Everlong, and Monkey Ranch. We'll do that. But I'm going to do a top ten. I love me some Foo Fighters. Love and I want to give an honorable mention to I'll Stick Around just because that love was the first, first single. And I Big love me. it. And love it. Yeah, the Mentos vi- music video <laughs> yes, the was Mentos. dynamite at the time. Yes, they were always uh, always a music video band. That was always good. They always had good music videos. Always trying Correct. something new. Make them stand out. It's great. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so I'm down with their uh, first five albums. And then after that is not not the best. They're a band I would like to see. I've never seen the Foo Fighters live. I saw them live. One of the best shows. They're great. They played for like three hours. Played everything you would want to hear. Just full of energy. The crowd. It was a great concert. Great, great concert. See, yeah, now I really want to get there hearing that. Yeah, so I'm with Bobby Sinakis at MSG. Good time. Good time. Ooh, All right, arena Joe. shows. Love yes, it. Yes, of course. We don't play small shows, bro. We're the Foo Fighters. Right. <laughs> I mean, how much longer before they start playing stadiums? Like, I mean, they're at that age. You know, like, it's they're not probably... like Dave Grohl, you know, like, just started the Foo Fighters and took off. Like, he was around way before that doing Nirvana and then his other bands even before that. Like, and the Foo Fighters at this point are almost 30 years old. Yes, they are. It's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> like what was that 95 that first album came out I believe 95 is correct That's so we're, we're talking about almost 30 years of the Foo Fighters <laughs> when you say it bro it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah it, pretty insane Jesus Christ well there you go make us feel old to end the show good job bro yeah, <laughs> yeah now it's time to go cry myself to sleep but before I do that just remember to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already leave a five star review wherever you download it share it with your friends and follow us on all the social medias at card Jomez you can follow my personal stuff at the Joe Shoes I'm the Gomez154 Twitter and Instagram and just a quick aside, this Saturday, I will be on Dave Wonder's uh, Twitch stream. He's doing a fundraiser for uh, childhood cancer research. So uh, Ooh, Dave nice. Wonder is a uh, figure customizer, an artist. He does comic books. He's a very talented dude. He asked me to come on at uh, 
be a part of his show. I'll be uh, tweeting out the link on all the socials. So come check me out. I believe I will be on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Awesome. Very awesome. Very nice, Joe. So yeah, sweet so we'll be, we'll be talking some toys, some collecting stuffs, you know, all fun stuff, and it's all for a good cause. So if you've got a couple bucks and you've got a couple minutes, just come by and hang out. It's going to be on Twitch. There you go. So until next week, Joe. Until next time, friends. Peace. One, two, one, two.